0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Those are back. We apologize for the inconvenience. Last week we were down for maintenance issues. So now that. And working. Yeah, <laughs> and that too. So, uh, but now we got the time Bro. and now we're back. So, to start this off again, this is John Spartan, aka the Demolition Man, and I am joined with my good friend. He is the meanest, the prettiest, the baddest mofo, low down all around town. He is Mr. Shownuff, the showgun of Acres Homes, and this is the Two Bulls One Mike podcast. I
1: actually, got it right.
0: Yeah, It's probably to do a lot of practice, <laughs> but don't get too excited. But anyway, but, but we're back again, and I am proud to say that the propaganda series is over t- tonight. For, na- for now. For now. We'll, we mm-hmm. we we might revisit it later, but for now,
1: we gotta lighten things up.
0: We gotta lighten up. Th- you know what? Now we're just happy. What's it what it. We're just happy. Things are, think things are on the upswing.
1: Even swimming the this endless, bottomless pool of shit, we are happy. happy. <laughs>
0: and that's what this is all about. And um, I mean, honestly, I mean that's really that's just it. Is um, you know, we we all go through stuff, but right now we're happy. And everything is on the upswing. So that that's just what it is. So to t- so tonight's episode is just going to be. All positivity, no negativity. That's what it's all going to be. So I want to first off by saying to all of those, you know what, to all of those, because I'm going to start watching the Netflix series Cobra Kai and sitting here <laughs> with my good friend. He showed me uh the first, I want to say 20, 30 minutes of episode one, season one. And I must Johnny say. Johnny had it hard, man. I don't care, uh, honestly, because I watched all the Karate Kids, and I saw what Johnny did to him, and I'm sorry. It looks like he's getting what he deserves, so I don't feel bad he had a, at all.
1: He had, a, he had a tough upbringing, man. You know what I'm saying? You got to like have sympathy for people that grow up in wealthy households. It don't always mean they had a beautiful upbringing. You know what I mean? So basically, in other them.
0: words, I think maybe after I watch some of the seasons and some of the episodes, maybe I'll see my good friend's point of view. But right now, as it stands right now, no, I don't, I don't feel sorry for him at all. I just don't.
1: Yeah, only he got the short end of the stick, man.
0: Yeah, but he also took that short end of the stick and he beat other people with it. So once again, I just don't see it. In sanctioned competition. Ladies and gentlemen, I just don't see it, but for those who have watched Cobra Kai and you agree with my good friend, then okay, fine. I don't, but I've experienced it. The
1: only time it. he fought outside of the tournaments was to defend the honor of his girlfriend. Last Go I back ch- and watch the damn movie. Last
0: I okay. checked, she didn't, Daniel didn't take her, okay? She went willingly.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, she went willingly. But once again. After Daniel's son embarrassed Johnny on multiple occasions, unprovoked.
0: As I said, ladies and gentlemen, um, I'll have to check that out. Whatever. But, but speaking of shows, um, I've been I've been trying to get into. Okay, look, I've been trying to get again get into The Handmaid's Tale. Okay, I'm trying, and um, <laughs> honestly, um, I can't do it. I'm, I'm trying here. Why not, man? That's a good show. I'm trying, ladies and gentlemen. The last episode I watched is I'm still early in the season. I think I think I I think I think I just finished season 1. I think I'm in season 2.
1: What what about it makes it hard for you to watch?
0: I mean, I, I just
1: nothing about that show was happy. Oh no, nothing, <laughs> no. Oh no, no, that that show's
0: completely depressing.
1: I just I don't know. It it just doesn't click to me. It just And it's funny how like even in that situation, how they somehow found a way to find joy in some of the things that they was doing. It's kind of like You know what I mean? In the real world, you want to find a way to uh, enjoy the the experiences because you know you don't always you don't always have full control over what things happen, but you do have control over how you perceive them. I think that 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 show has a big big uh, underlying tale of how these women are in this position to where they're basically being subjugated. They're like they're cattle, basically, like they're being used to reproduce. And even in that, they're still finding ways to uh, keep themselves comfort, you know, even with all the, the the stress, knowing their kids have been taken away from them in many cases. Some of them have been killed. Um, you but know, the are tort- And but they I mutilate think- the women. They torture them and things like that. And yet they still find a way to operate in that situation and that's yeah. how they overcame it eventually
0: yeah and yeah. okay and like i said so I'm, I'm i'm gonna try to deal i'm gonna have to watch like maybe one episode at a time maybe two or three at a time and then wean myself off but i but i will say though one thing that did impress me about the show was was when they refused to stone one of the other handmaids no, yeah, when they were like like okay look she messed up okay fine she messed up but we're not gonna do i mean we're not gonna do this this we're not gonna do right but then the payback for them refusing to do that <laughs> was uh, that,
1: that was that psychological fucking shindig that they put together in fucking Fenway Stadium. <laughs> yeah, that was like the abandoned Fenway Stadium. Yeah, that was the one thing and then that shit fucked me up. Like I was the, just like damn. And,
0: and and then and, and then you know <laughs> the terror the one, psychological one yeah, the terror. psychological terror. and, and <laughs> then of course, you know the one that was pregnant, I don't remember her name, but
1: whoever. The one with the one eye?
0: Not the one no. with the one eye. The, the main
1: one. Offer oh, 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 uh, uh, um, it.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay.
1: Because if y'all don't know about uh, handmade, so let me give you a brief uh, 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 summary of what it's about. Uh, it's modern day America. Basically. Aren't they uh, in Canada? No, they're in America. Some of it takes part in Canada, but most of this takes part in like the, the, uh, the New England area. Okay, like Boston, Boston, Connecticut, okay. Yeah, 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 Rhode Island, all of that. So basically, like, a virus hit, right, the the country, the world, and basically uh, uh, women have become infertile. Like, they haven't been able to, uh, you know, bear children. It's like shortly after the virus hit, and so many people died from the virus, and then shortly after that, then babies started dying in the hospital, and then eventually to the point to where there were no babies being born. And so, uh, these, this right wing group, or like this, 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 this religious group, came upon and they, they formed this, this, this country called Gilead, or this area called Gilead, and they basically took over the capital, like they stormed the capital. Like, that's why it had so much to do, because it was so many things that coincided with what happened in the real life a virus outbreak. You know what I'm saying? People died. Uh, 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 then a, a faction of people stormed the Capitol. And then, but in this instance, they actually went in with machine guns, and they killed a lot of people, and they actually took over the capital. So they actually are in possession of Washington, D.C., you know, uh, uh, Massachusetts, you know, Maryland, like basically, basically the 13 colonies.
0: the original 13 colonies. Yeah. Okay.
1: And so one of the first things that they did was they inscripted all women who are able to bear children, the few that are left. They inscripted them into uh, servitude as handmaids, and they have been assigned to prominent male figures in, in the Gilead community who were basically generals, and they've been assigned to them to, to bear their children.
0: Now, and <laughs> now, during the bearing process, ladies and gentlemen, we're going you know, to talk about the, the bearing process. Now, I want you to picture this. The, the wife, not the handmaid, the wife is sitting in the bed, the handmaid lays down in between the wife's legs. Mm-hmm. The wife holds the handmaid's
1: hand and while wrist. the husband yeah holds her wrist and hands so.
0: Hold her wrist while the husband perceives. I guess you want to call the mating process.
1: Yeah, because inseminate.
0: The, the insemination Man-made, process. Yeah. Now, basically speaking, so this woman is being... It's
1: very formal.
0: <laughs> the, oh, it's very... Oh, trust, there's and it's no, on a
1: schedule that happens every month. It's probably like yeah.
0: There's no enjoyment <laughs> in it at all. None at all. It's, this has got to be some of the most boring... Sex we'll see that's ever the, well
1: see that's the thing you know? it's, it's, like, it's hard. You, as you watch the show even more you'll see that many of like many other the women or some of the women actually you know feel as though they're growing bonds with the husbands you know what I'm saying because they're actually having sex with them and then they're having the t- like when they be when they feel as though they're being impregnated that's when they get treated the best right like right after the ritual the monthly ritual then they're treated the best you know they're give them the best food they're pampered you know they don't have to do any hard labor like they're treated like queens and then you know once they find out whether they're pregnant or not you know they I think they wait I think it's like a couple of days or two weeks or so to find out they're pregnant and then once they find out that if they're not pregnant they basically go back into doctor like servitude state until the next ritual and then it's a it's a fucking vicious cycle
0: it's a vicious cycle <laughs> with but it's it's horrible okay mm-hmm. these are look these are horrible people Okay, horrible people. There's not a, there's not an ounce of goodness in any of them. Mm. I don't care what no one's. There's an ounce of goodness in like, any like of, of
1: them. Like the way I look at it is like this. They they see that there's a, a necessity, and I don't. I think this shit is wrong. I think it's horrible. But they see that there's a necessity that that human beings need to reproduce so instead i think that there's other ways of solving that problem instead of inscripting fucking women into being i mean but we, servants i think there's I'm, other ways of doing it
0: i mean but, but if you look at that concept if we rem if, if you remember the movie 28 days not 20, 28 days later not 20 week 28 days it was basically a virus hit people turned into zombies or whatever and just the or whatever and it was a small faction of soldiers they came to rescue some people and basically the general who, who was over all those soldiers basically promised his men that they could have women. So when they rescued it was um a young African American woman, uh, I think it was uh, her real name is I think is night, like Naomi Harris. She uh, she played in a ninja scroll and it was this other young this other this other young chick, a young a younger white woman.
1: A black woman
0: in ninja scroll? No, not um ninja What's it? Ninja Assassin? Oh, I haven't seen that one. I don't think. Nin, yeah, nin, no, she, it was. I'm sorry, it wasn't Ninja Scroll. Ninja Scroll's anime. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's Ninja Assassin. Um, that movie came out like in the part time But anyway, that's. I'm beside the point. Basically, what happened? 28 days later, and basically, um, the, the army basically found the people, rescuing whatever. But the men were promised women, so they basically were going to basically rape because. They look like, hey, you ain't got no other choice. You have to
1: do, you have to do
0: this. You ain't got a choice.
1: So, and that's yeah. It's like it's not in the, like people get it twisted, right? Like I know this is kind of a hard topic to think of, but it's like right now, as we have civilization, you know what I'm saying. When it comes to mating, it's more of a consensual thing. You know, when we have civilization in the times of peace. That's what it is, but if this country, if this world, and it's very fucking possible, if this world falls back into a state of where civilization is threatened, and we have to go into a high-level military state, uh, the traditional relationships and and, and and courting and all that stuff, that shit is going that's out. A, of the that's one. going out the window. going out of the window. I, I mean, I know that that's hard for people to believe, but hey. Anyways, I'm not going to do the gloom and doom. Because you know that's kind of a picture.
0: Favorite. Picture Game of Thrones with what's the name? Danny Storm
1: and yeah, people were gonna start getting assigned yeah. to folks. You, you know, know what I mean for the propagation of of humanity, you know, per se. But anyways, yeah, that 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 show is. Um,
0: yeah, Handmaid's Tale is definitely a trip. Um, and I'm 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 probably yeah. gonna finish it, but it's probably gonna take me a little while because it's yeah. <laughs> but and but speaking of wild things another show i'm going to start following it is why the last man now this show appeals to me because it's basically saying what if everything with a y chromosome died not just humans but we're talking about animals We're talking about plants. we're talking we're basically talking about what would happen if every single thing with a y chromosome died and from some of the previews that i've heard and some of the summaries that i've heard whatever civilization falls falls apart because there is i hate to say it but i'm gonna say it anyway there is a need for man There, is, we do serve a purpose and to strictly have a society where there are no men there is a chance a good chance that things can go haywire Fight me if you think I'm wrong, but it is what
1: it is. I'm not going into any details on that show. I've watched all four episodes. It's interesting. It's interesting. There's a mixed bag on it. Um, There's some views you can see that are extremely feminist, and then there's some views that people would consider to be extremely uh, chauvinist, I guess. You know, just with the collapse, like some of the women are like freaking the fuck out because I know because there are no men to do certain things and it's and then at the uh, on the other hand there's some women that are like coming down on like literally the only man that's surviving simply because he is a, he's a man. So it's 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 wild. Um I can't really explain it. they are only four episodes in so they really haven't explained why this one guy is the only guy still alive. Right. So, yeah. Keep it rolling. It's interesting though. A world without men. <laughs> that's interesting. I don't, think, I don't think it would go well either, like, like, either way. Uh, if it like, trust me, it's,
0: women. Like, trust, it's, it's, not, it's not the Themyscira. This is not Wonder Woman's Amazon Island or whatever. This is you know something completely mm-hmm.
1: different. You know, so it's definitely a show. Yeah, they haven't even explained what the fuck happened. All I know is that all of the men bled the hell out. That's all I know. They just bled out and died a horrible, painful death. <laughs> In front of everybody, in the middle of the street, while driving cars, airplanes were falling out of the sky—I mean, the shit was wild. <laughs>
0: yeah, and uh, and speaking yeah. of wild, um, let's talk about these Houston Texans. Why not? Let's
1: let's, we let's jumping all the way, all all around. Yeah, let's just uh, talk about that. I, now, the last I checked, the topic was happy. We just went from talking about Handmaid's Tale, which is one of the most brutal fucking shows um, I've seen on TV in a little bit. Uh, then we talked about. Now we're talking about the Texans. <laughs> well, I mean, hey, we're, and, keep, we're keeping it light. We're, we're keeping it light. And they are, they are, somebody has thrown a bag, a bundle of uh, embers into a full garbage can, a full uh, trash receptacle out, beside, out behind a paper mill. And it's smoldering and the fire is growing rapidly. That's how I feel about the Texans. <laughs> so basically tanking <laughs> is in our future? It's not even intentional. Honestly, I mean, look, I gotta tell people now, I I love me some some foosball, y'all. But uh, the Texans, you know, with the whole Deshaun Watson thing, I'm not even fit to get into that. Nope. But uh, won't even talk about Tyrod it. Taylor coming in, and you know, he he's always been a good player, but he just his career is marred by injury. Like every every like he, I forgot who he got drafted by. Uh, I think it was Buffalo. Uh, he even took them to the playoffs and then ended up getting injured. Then he goes to Cleveland uh, to, to be the starter, and that's when they drafted Baker Mayfield. Three games into the season, he gets injured. Baker Mayfield takes over, never gets the job back. Goes to, goes to San Diego Chargers. Yep, that's Chargers. that's
0: that's why I, I remember hearing about him yeah. in San Diego.
1: San Diego Chargers uh the the year that they pick up Tyrod they also draft uh, uh his last name is Herbert I don't I can't remember what his first name is but he's a really good he's a really good ball player really good quarterback and before the first game of the season <laughs> the doctor is administering a, a a shot to numb pain that Tyrod had in his rib cage ends up going a little too far and punctures his lung <laughs> with the needle uh 20 minutes before the game so he was out Never ended up getting back on the field again. Didn't play at all last year. And now he is with the Texans. Uh, starting, knew he was going to get the starting spot because Deshaun ain't going to play. For, has a first game of the season, does wonderful. Plays, a sec, plays the first half of the second game of the season, does does wonderful. And doesn't come back at halftime because he pulled his hamstring. So now he's going to be out for about four weeks. Yeah. It's just been the tell of his career. He's a good quarterback, but he's always injured.
0: That's it. Yeah. I mean, what, I mean, what else is saying did about down We put up a good fight
1: they uh, last rookie. night. Yeah, they played the rookie last night. Davis Mills out of Stanford. You know.
0: Put up a good fight. And he didn't
1: throw no interceptions. <laughs> he threw a touchdown.
0: Our place kicker missed the field goal. I mean, missed the extra point.
1: That nah, don't matter. They still lost by 10. <laughs> so, I mean, extra point and field goal missed. Still would have lost by six Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. You got to— They're rebuilding. The coach, I like the head coach. I'm not going to front. I don't think—but I don't think he'll be our permanent head coach. I don't know, man. He he might be there for a while. Well, I don't know.
0: I've I've heard smatterings, um, rumors that maybe we might try to go out and get another head coach. But then again— I
1: just don't see them— like, at first, I thought that maybe he was just a holdover coach. But then when I just looked at his background, the more and more I looked at his background, I felt like they, they feel as though they can build something with him. Like they can change the whole culture of the team. Because, as everybody knows, David, not everybody, but most people don't know, David Cully has been in the NFL for over 30-plus 30, 30 years, but he's never been a coordinator. He's been an assistant coach. He's been, you know,
0: wide receiver coach. Yeah,
1: but he's never been an offensive coordinator, defense coordinator, special teams coordinator. He's never done any, he's never done those three big jobs. No, but he has been like coaches for different positions, and he was even the passing <laughs> he was the passing game uh, uh, organizer or some shit. I don't know what the fuck kind of role they gave him uh, in Baltimore when Lamar Jackson went on his tear. But it's like Lamar Jackson don't really throw the ball like that. He's more of a running quarterback, so more of a scrambler. Yeah. But you know what? The philosophy, that philosophy is working in Houston. I mean, they lost two in a row now. Uh, we play Buffalo next. That's going to be, that's going to be, they're just going to, they're going to lose. They're going to lose probably the next four or five games, Uh, you know, and they got a chance to win one when Tyrod comes back. I just don't see Davis doing anything right now because he's just too young, so. Yeah, happy, right? Happy, yay, the Texans suck.
0: (laughs) I mean, well, what did you, I mean, honestly, what did you expect going to the season? I mean, honestly, that's, we, we, we knew what was going to happen.
1: Yeah, that's why I don't need to talk about it. I know this year, this year is mostly a wash. You know, I was hoping that Tyrod Taylor could stay healthy, but, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Tanking this year doesn't get them a good quarterback, but it may fill some of the other other, other holes in their offense because there are no quarterbacks coming out of the okay. But, this year. but which
0: goes back to the conversation we had yesterday? Do you necessarily need a high caliber quarterback no. to win a Super Bowl?
1: No, but you still got to draft some really good players in the other positions. But no, you don't need a, you don't need a, a superstar quarterback.
0: Okay, so do you think other do you, do you think we can find a superstar player in these drafts, and do we think we find them in the early rounds or in the later rounds? Because a lot of these superstar caliber players don't come in first and second rounds; they've been third, fourth, fifth rounds.
1: I don't so. know, man. <laughs> Maybe. mm mm-hmm. And I, I don't. I don't think about it too much.
0: True. It would take
1: it would take for me to like be evaluating players and shit. I just don't. I'm not a uh, scout. So, I don't, you know, I see every once in a while, like, I'll see a player that that flashes on the screen for me. Like, when Russell Wilson was in college, I knew he was going to be good. You just, you can just see it, like, just by some of the stuff that he does and and, and how he speaks and, you know, mannerisms and things like that. Um, Like, Cam Newton, I knew he was going to be good. Yeah. Um, You know, but you just, you can't. I knew Baker was going to be good. I thought Johnny Manziel was going to be good. Like, you know, you go, sometimes you just hit or miss. It's hit or miss. So, um, yeah, I don't know. They're going to do what they do, and we'll see how it turns out. I really don't care that much (laughs) because I'm disappointed in the whole Deshaun Watson situation.
0: Well, I think everybody is, but.
1: Yeah, it's been so long since Houston had a quarterback like that, and then for it to end in the way that it's ending, it's it's, um, it's horrible. Because, you know, it's like he's getting paid to not play right now. They're just sitting him on the sideline. And they've agreed to not let him play because guess what? If he was to play right now, every, every game, what would they be talking about? 21 lawsuits, sexual assault, criminal cases. That's all they be talking about throughout the whole game. So it's just better to just let his ass sit until they find somebody they want to trade for him because they're waiting to see if any of his criminal charges are going to go through. Because there wouldn't be no point to, to trade for him if he's going to be in jail or he's going to have to miss a whole year or some shit like that. You know what I mean? So True. Yeah, they're just going to let his ass. He's sitting on the payroll. I have no problem with it. The money that he's getting paid right now, he earned it from the four years that he played and wasn't getting paid really, really shit. He's only getting $10 million this year. Most quarterbacks that are in his position. He got most of his money up front. He good. It's a salary that he, he gets his salary still that's only $10 million. I mean, he signed for, like, what, 60-something? He's straight. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, got, he got 60 off the bat, and he's just getting 10 for this year. He earned that 10, I think. So I don't, mind him, I don't mind him sitting. It just kind of fucked up how the situation turned out, that he's not going to be there. But I hope they get some valuable draft picks for him. Uh, if I they, believe if they, I I believe they get, will. If they believe get some they good will. draft picks for him, they don't have to tank.
0: I believe I, I believe I believe a team will give the Texans their asking price, even though the asking price is 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 kind of high. But for a quarterback of his caliber, and knowing that there's not going to be anyone like him to come out come out of college
1: in the next few years, yeah. Well, they don't want to trade him right now. It doesn't make any sense to trade him right now. It it makes sense to trade him closer to. The trade deadline, where you can see what everybody's record is and where they may potentially end up, so then that way you know where you may potentially be picking. Because right now, from what I understand, the only team that's even willing to trade with them is Miami. Yeah. Uh Tua sucks to me. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm not a big Tua tagger. 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 Tua. 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 Tagger. By. By. loba, Whatever the fuck yeah, his name, his name is. is. Yeah, I'm not a big fan. But of he.
0: Is, but he is a product of um, Nick Saban, Alabama.
1: I don't care. What? <laughs> when was the last good Nick Saban quarterback in the NFL? I don't remember any. There's a good reason why you don't remember any. Because there's never been
0: one. Well, okay.
1: The only one that looks like they might even be doing anything? No, he came out of LSU. Never mind. I was about to say Mac Jones. But no, yeah. A.J. McCarron was, like, the last one that was in the NFL.
0: A.J. McCarron came out of Alabama? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Remember he had um, a... <clears> no. <throat> he had a... Um, yeah, he was out of Alabama. I don't remember. Oh, yeah. I'm just trying to remember who he had at. He had some big time. I think, like, Julio Jones was, like, his wide receiver or some shit like that. And now Julio's in Tennessee. So,
0: anyway, um, basically speaking, who knows? But this is based the time frame of what we got going on here. Um, honestly, ladies and gentlemen, I think what we can just honestly say is, is that life is gonna think through some tops and turns. It's gonna, it's gonna knock you on your ass. It's, it's gonna knock you you know, ass over, key, uh, ass over tea kettle, but you gotta find the reason to be happy. And I think throughout the these last few weeks, the last few days, whatever, um, I know me personally. I'm starting to see the happiness. It's more or less start start focusing more on you and less on everybody else. Because as I was talking to a a, a good coworker of mine uh, yesterday, he basically saying it all revolves around you. Everything starts with you. So if if you're on the right path and you're in the right space and the right place, everything else will fall in line. So I guess to say these last few times we talked about with. You know, immunizations and morals and values and dating and whatever, I guess it it all revolves around how you feel, how you handle situations, how you decide to proceed with your life, how you decide to make certain decisions. And know that with the decisions, you have rewards, but you also have consequences, Goes with those decisions. So you have to ask yourself, are you willing to pay the cost to be the boss? Because every boss plays a cost. Everyone. So... I think honestly on the, and on that aspect.
1: Yeah, I I was listening to somebody was talking about uh people trying to find their purpose in life. This is something that stood out to me cuz I never really thought about it this way, but it actually helps to deal with some of the hardships that come with, you know, whatever career that you choose to go into or whatever field that you're in. The guy said, you know, how do you know what your purpose in life is? And then he said it's simple. You ask yourself a simple question. What's your favorite? What's your favorite flavor of shit sandwich? Does that make any sense? If not, let me break it down. No matter what career you choose, no matter what job you choose, there's gonna be a grind to get to where you want to get to, right? If you choose to go into television, you got to deal with camera folks, you got to deal with legal issues, you got to deal with you know putting everything in order, getting the studio together, getting camera, I mean getting the equipment, yada 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 you want to go into mechanics you got to deal with customers not coming on time you got to deal with parts not working the way they're supposed to you know everything has its own little fucking fucking shit storms that come up so when i say what's your favorite flavor of shit sandwich what i mean is is choose a career that has those hardships that you know are going to come because you're working in that field whatever that field may be and you choose the you choose the hardships that you feel that, that you can deal with the best they don't really bother you that much to do it, you know. If you, if you, if you like to, I don't know, game. If you don't mind playing over and over and over and over again to perfect the timing on the maps, learning the levels, learning all the little hidden points or whatever. If you don't mind doing that, then that's what you do. If you work, I don't know. If you're a nurse, if you don't mind fucking entering in customers, I mean, you know, in, information. You know, tending to folks at bedside. You know, what I'm saying dealing with. People face-to-face and, yeah, you know, whatever the nurses have to deal with, you know, that's how you know. Whatever, whatever, um, tedious jobs, whatever shit parts of the job that you feel that you can handle the best, you know, with the least amount of stress, that's what you should do. Where you can actually enjoy the grind. Because there's some things that people do with the grind, they just cannot stand it. Every You know, everybody has that thing that hurt that, that... Think about. I want you to think about this. I want you to answer this too, Chris. I want you know you don't have to tell me what it is, but just think. Okay. Everybody Fair has. Enough. Everybody has that thing in their life that causes them pain, but at the same time, it kind of feels good. Okay. If you think about it, there's something that you do in your life that is kind of painful. Whether it be helping another person, whether it be you know doing a certain thing, you know putting something together, you know saying whatever it may be. It sucks, but you kind of get a kick out of doing it. There's something. Everybody has something like that.
0: Yeah, and I can say honestly...
1: We're all kind of sadistic in that way. (laughs) There's something that sucks and we still enjoy it. (laughs) I can say
0: providing, helping... Yeah, right. uh, That's my example. Yeah, helping, because, I mean...
1: Yeah, it sucks because sometimes it, people it, don't appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, lack and of they appreciation. Keep fucking up, and then you got to keep building them out. But it's like, you know what? But, I know that they can depend on me. And it sucks ass. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's kind of sadistic. A little it is. Bit. Um, no, no, it's not kind It is
0: because <laughs> I know personally in, in my own travels, mm-hmm. there's a lot of people who I'm not going to name. But they know who they are. <laughs> you know, yeah, I they know that they can call on me. And they know if I can help. They know. They know I'm gonna help. Does it bring me us? Does it? Does it rub me the wrong way? Yeah, it does because it seems like I'm in this endless. But it but, also yeah. But it on the same time frame, it, it's kind of like <laughs> you know what I you know because they need me right. And it's, and it's the feeling of, of being needed right. And that does right.
1: It makes the pain feel a little. <clears throat> little.
0: It does. It makes pain feel a little better. Yeah. See, that's why See, that's why I can kind of. That's why I can kind of relate to um uh, like the husband who who works and the wife stays at home and she's a house and she's a housewife a strictly housewife, and the man goes out and he brings home the bacon and the bread and everything else. I can see whereas the joy that the man could have knowing that okay, you know what my wife can depend on me, and the fact that I know I can go out there and provide for them gives me a certain sense of Fulfillment of, of, of fulfillment, but also on the back end, if I get sick or something happens to me, then the household will suffer, and that's an added extra amount of stress. Speaking on a more personal level, when I was married, at least you
1: plan for it.
0: Well, you should plan for it, but then the end some things you can't plan for. Right, right. Because you know, um, when I was married, my we were in our once I think are heading into our second year of marriage. You know, I was always complaining about my stomach hurting, this, that, whatever. And one day we went to the doctor, and the doctor told me I, that I had appendicitis, which basically meant I had to get my appendix removed, and it actually ruptured. So they had to go in and cut it out. Now, I was out of work maybe, I want to say maybe a month and a half, maybe two months. Mm-hmm. I was out of work. And my ex at the time, she had to step it up, and she did. Now, now not 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 going to say that she didn't. And she stepped it up and she did and she took care of everything also the same time frame even taking care of me as well but i remember there was one day it was it was a bad day i I wasn't eating i wasn't doing anything and i remember her coming into coming to the room and she just sitting down looking at me and she just basically said to me she's like i need you to get better i need you to i need you to start healing yourself because I can't do this on my own. I need for you to basically get off your ass and eat, get your strength back up so you can go to work. So you can so you can help me provide for us. And granted, this time we had no children. This is me and her. So she was good for stepping up to the plate and taking care of everything because she knew that's something that she had to do. But on the same time frame. I can see the stress it was bringing on to her by her doing that, so.
1: I mean, it, it stresses you when you do it, right?
0: Yeah, it does. Uh, okay. it, 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 it does, but then again. Right, right, right. right. But, but then again, going by societal norms, they view a man's struggle and a woman's struggle very different. So. That's why I can say, yes, it's stressful at times, but then again, there is a sense of fulfillment. Mm-hmm. And that's why I basically leave leave it at that. That's why I I'll basically leave, ladies and gentlemen. But I think what we really want to say today, and this might not go long. This might might well this might be short, but I do want to say is that um, as my friend basically uh, pointed out is. What is your favorite flavor of shit sandwich? And once you figure out what that is and you learn how to eat it, then you'll know how to
1: yeah, process uh, yeah. life. We, we, we kind of strayed away from the topic. We just started just talk about random things, but that's, I think that's fine. That's a podcast, and I like the idea of just being able to just talk about stuff. But uh, in my opinion, from what I've learned from other people's research and studies and books, like happiness comes as with how you choose to perceive things. I've been following uh I've been following this one dude named Wallow. Uh I don't know, you ever heard of Wallow before? Wallow.
0: He's he him and Gilly the Kid, yeah. they're family and yeah. they have their own podcast, a million dollars worth of game
1: and Yeah
0: I've i I prefer Gilly rather than Wallow. Yeah, Well I mean
1: I like Wa Wallow's more like marketing because it's kinda like like when you look at his story the main theme that you see with everything is, is he changed his perception on, on where his life was and how it was. Like, instead of blaming it on everybody, you know what I'm saying? Like, this person did that. And you know what I'm saying? People could be literally actively fucking you up, right? People could literally be actively, got, like, got their hands in the pot and then just turning your whole shit upside down. But it don't matter. It don't matter because bitching about it ain't going to change it bitching about it and that's what he's like bitching about it and you, st- you look back 15 years later you've been bitching about it and you're still bitching about it and you're still in the same spot and the only thing that you can't do about it is just see it for what it is and then overcome it because what they say you know pe- people are holding you down yeah sure but if you're good enough they can't stop you so you put yourself in a position to where you're good enough to where they can't stop you because it's always going to be Somebody standing in the way, you know. Somebody trying to get to the next spot, they may step on your toes, but you just gotta fucking gotta go.
0: So is that basically some saying that basically things may not be your fault, but it's your responsibility? Right.
1: Yeah, that's the old thing, right? That things may not be may not be your fault. But like it
0: may it may be unfair.
1: Yeah, but, but it's still it's, your responsibility. It's still your responsibility of how you deal with it. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, like, I like I like that aspect, I like that mindset, you know, it's basically just, like, when he was talking about he was sitting in prison for 20 years, he didn't look at it like his life was over, he looked at it was like, oh, I'm in school, like, I'm learning, like, how did I get here? Like, what are the choices that I made? And then basically just literally use the internet to, to learn how to make changes. It's just as simple as that. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to go to school, like, all this information is out there, you just gotta be able to wade through the bullshit. And that's basically what this person did. And, you know, fresh out of a 20-year bid, <laughs> like, literally was in prison longer than he was alive. I think he went in when he was 17. Yes, I'm right He was in prison longer than he had been alive. I mean, you know, out in the world or whatever. And, uh, yeah, you just, it's simply just changing the mindset. Because you're still starting from rock bottom. You're still starting from, from shit. You just find, you just... Like, what, what was the main thing he said? He was like, you motherfuckers let me out of jail... And then put a fucking computer in my pocket y'all fucked up (laughs) y'all fucked up i got a computer in my pocket i can take it everywhere i go like there's a way to make a living off this thing and as you can see you can't see but he's waving his phone around and for those of you audio uh listeners we don't have video yet (laughs) yes i am waving my phone around and i am proclaiming that this is a computer that is being held in my pocket And we all have this computer in our pocket. What do we use it for? Do we use it to fucking distract ourselves from the bullshit that we don't want to deal with every day? Of course Um, we do. Yeah, sure. Everybody does. But to what degree? Right? To what degree? Or do we use it to give the world our ideas? You know, show that we have value.
0: Empower ourselves. Yeah, empower ourselves.
1: Because you can definitely do that with this little thing. You can definitely do that. It's not just some little simple thing. You gotta think about how it's made, man. It's like glass from fucking Africa. You know what I mean? It's like fucking lithium from fucking Afghanistan. You know what I mean? Like it's all of these elements that are just brought together with some kind of, you know, precise process that gives us the ability to connect with each other all around the world. In this little simple fucking thing right here. Yeah. Not simple <laughs> in this in this thing.
0: Well, it's it's not it's not simple by design.
1: It's simple in function. Yeah, simple function. Yeah, but it's not it's not simple in in creation. But yeah, it's just being able to like look at the world. These are portals, man. Like this, like if you're listening to this show right now, you know, right now we sit in the middle of Acres Homes. You know, what I'm saying one of the oldest Black communities in the, in America. You know, what I'm saying in
0: America or just in Houston, or in just America, in Houston. Period. One
1: of the oldest Black communities in America. You know, what I'm saying and. We're able to get our ideas and our thoughts out to the world or to the few people the, the three people that listen to this podcast and you know don't so, know where you at but <laughs> yeah.
0: appreciate your listening
1: yeah but that's you know that's more than that. that's more uh, significant than you think because normally you know ideas from an area like this don't usually get spread unless you're a fucking rapper or you or make a it ball into player the NBA or, or some something shit. like yeah. that yeah yeah so it's just like Everybody has the ability now to you know what I'm saying put themselves into the ether, you know put themselves into into society to contribute right you know what I mean and yeah, I think that that's what this is. It's like when you when you let people see how you know your thought process they can it it, it helps in some way but also I can't really break it down but I, but, but
0: also say you have to have a certain level of of, of maturity to know that once you open yourself up. To be put out there, yeah. you have to run that you 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 you're gonna run into uh detractors and you're gonna run
1: into supporters. Yeah, that's dealing with the world. Yeah. The world, the world always slings arrows, and even if you're you doing have, it from this phone, you yeah. don't have to die some arrows. But yeah, but you have to is. be
0: able to process and know what is an arrow and what is not an arrow. And I think a lot of people don't necessarily know what those are or they or they going to having the mindset where they think that everything is going to be sunshine and roses and they buzz they basically don't believe that yes
1: you you might run into well i hope people don't think like that i tell you one thing and this may sound like a fucked up way of thinking but life is suffering like nobody goes through life without suffering
0: basically in other words i make a quote by the late great dmx to live is to suffer but to die is to find the meaning within that suffering. Period. You're gonna suffer. To live is to suffer. Right. But to survive is you have to find the meaning within that suffering. To
1: thrive. I'm very particular to thrive. Okay. Because surviving, you can survive without knowing what the meaning is. You can be like, shit, I'm just trying to stay alive. I'm gonna rob, steal. And take from whoever the fuck I need to in order to eat. That's why I'm saying that. True. You know what I'm saying. And then. But die. are
0: you surviving? You're surviving, but you're not
1: thriving. No, you're not thriving. I see your point. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I see <laughs> yeah. your point. You're not thriving, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but you are surviving. Yeah. So, you, so to so, to so to thrive is to is to is to find meaning, right? Because it's okay. like, if you look at I, a lot of the people that become successful the things that drives them is some of the suffering that they've been through right some of the experiences yeah. that they that they take their they pain yeah. and they make it and they channel into it. a story yeah they channel it so that other people in some kind of way they channel it to make it relatable you know whether they sell on a product or whatever they find a way to make their trauma or their life experiences relatable to people so that people will be able to identify with them and then gain a certain level of trust and you know then you can feel like you're a part of their of their growth and then, you know, you're willing to contribute to them, you know what I'm saying? Because they're helping you. Right. They're entertaining you. They're talking about things, you know, making you feel like you're part of a community. That shit is valuable, you know what I mean? Like for people to get in these in these, these groups and like Discord and things like that and talk to other people that have the same types of issues that they have or, or going through the same types of things that they're going through. And then they want to support you because it's like they identify with you. They relate to you and they're like, yeah, man. And then it's like you're still trying to, you know, entertain you're still trying to you know do something for yourself and you're trying to help other people when they see that you're genuine then people want to contribute just right. as simple as that like this is like you know fucking uh what's that shit called uh where people uh you know they they start a business and then they put the money they they, they put it up on the page and then people give money to it what is it
0: called
1: um go yeah go fund me like you see like how that shit is going right and then like it don't even have to be a business like you can just do some shit like you know, my kid needs this or whatever. And I think it's kind of fucked up that we got to depend on on that type of system in order for people to have medical sh- uh, and sh- help or whatever. But that's not, I'm not supposed to go into that. That's more political shit. Yeah, we're not not—we're yeah. not jumping down that <laughs> yeah. rabbit hole. But you can see that a lot of people do get help from those things. And also to a lot of bad people, right? Because the whole Dylan Roof dude, the one that killed the uh, nine black folks in the Charleston church yep. uh, back in 2015 or 16. Mm-hmm. His going to fund me. Raised, I think, over a quarter million, over almost a half a million dollars. Yeah, for his bail, for his for his case. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I mean, so, you know, when people see value in in, in what you're talking about, whether it be ideas, ne- whether it be yeah. negative
0: or positive, yeah. they will fund
1: it. But then, not only what you're talking about, they got to see that you are you are putting things into action as well, too. You know what I mean? Like actually doing like doing the things that you that you so basically uh, so basically
0: for. don't talk about it be about it. Let well, your you can ac- talk about it, but little, you got to be about it too. You, yeah. Let your actions speak louder than your words.
1: You want that, but you can talk. You can talk so long as your, as, your, as long as your talk is going along with your actions. You can even talk back, You can even talk past your actions. But as long as, as long as people see that you your actions are actually pushing towards whatever but people, it is, is people
0: but trying, people but people have to believe in what people have yeah, to believe
1: in you because they have to see that you're doing things that are working towards that. Like you can be like, man, I'm I'm gonna own the Texans or whatever one day, and then people see that you're building something. You know, what I'm saying, you know, it doesn't have to be with the Texans, but they just see that you're building something, and they see what you what you're doing. You are showing your process. You're transparent. Then yeah, people to believe you. Yeah, kind of going go along with you.
0: Yeah, kind of going back into. Well, I'm I'm a I'm a jump in and try to try to jump out real quick. Mm-hmm. Like going back into when our parents were coming up and the local, the the local politician, the mayor, the alderman, city councilman. When he wanted your vote, he came to you and said, "Well, hey, if you vote for me, you're going to get this," and and if he followed through with, with with what he said and what he did,
1: he got more support. Yeah. But if he didn't, the next time Shit. he came around, he got more funding too. People yeah, who was yeah. willing to give him money to help him win if they saw what he was doing? when he was doing was
0: positive, but if he didn't fulfill his obligation, before it was
1: all taken over by corporations and shit yeah, because they got the big money. You know, people can't people can donate, but it don't have the same effect as like these super PACs that can right <coughs> hoard together millions of dollars and then just donate to the people that they want to. Right, Anyways, go ahead.
0: so but when if he did what he said next election time. He got the support, but if he didn't do what he said next election time, no, 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 you what? didn't fulfill your end of the bargain. So it 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 it, it kind of goes to what what I say is that is that I want to say this, but I want to say it right. It's it's it's, it's kind of one, one, one of the mottos that that, uh, that 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 I that I that I subscribe to is that it's not my job. To convince you to like me, but I make it my job to show you why you should. You don't have to like me, and you you have the right not to like me. But I can show you every reason in the world why you should. But that's just something that I. that that, that i I subscribe to some people may understand that some people may not but that's just something i subscribe to it's like if you don't if you don't agree with what i say okay fine you don't have to agree with what i say but you can at least respect the fact that i have that opinion or that i have that thought so i guess that's just one of the the many things that, that 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 i subscribe to whether it be right or wrong
1: be real with you, my nigga. It's some people that got certain thoughts, man, and I don't respect at all. <laughs> I can't, I can't agree with you on that. I, I don't respect everybody's thoughts. Like if you think that some people don't deserve to be here, some people is better than others. I don't respect that shit at all. So I can't go with that.
0: Well, <laughs> you, not every. You
1: know me. You can't, yeah. you, you can't respect everybody's thoughts, man. Fuck that shit. You know, hell no. Nah. It's like, look, I hear what you're saying, but that's just a. If somebody came to me with some bullshit-ass way of thinking, I'd be like, hey, what you're saying, but that's some bullshit. And I don't respect it. Because whatever it is, if especially if it's something that somebody thinks that subjugates another group of people. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, I believe that this is where it should be. Nah, fuck you. <laughs> I don't care how innocent that thought may be. It may be some shit that you was conditioned to, to learn. But I don't respect it. No. No, sir. Fair enough. <laughs> Yes, sir.
0: You know, but this is just one of the many things. Basically speaking, you're going to go through life and you're going to figure out your own way. You're going to figure out your own path. It always happens.
1: I hope so. We're talking to, I'm sure the audience that we have is probably in the, I don't know, what what is our demographics like mid-30s? Probably like in our age group. Uh, hopefully in our
0: age group. I mean, but not, you know, yeah, I mean, it's if, not if just not, hopefully. If, if,
1: if, if it's a few younger yeah, people. Yeah, if there's then, some young folks that listen to this, that, that's, that's a plus too because. You know what I'm saying? But actually, y'all are the future, because mm-hmm. when our when it's
0: our time and our time is up, is y'all are left. So we have to we have we, we we have to understand where everybody's coming from. Like one of the most, this is something I I I I don't understand. Why do we have to compare musical artists? Like, like the latest thing now... Because it's
1: fun. That's it. It's, there's, no, there's no, there's no, there's no, there's no, there's nothing solid behind that. Art is subjective. All art.
0: Right? Art is subjective because, because so, now the latest thing is, is who, like, who will win a versus battle between but, Drake and Michael Jackson?
1: But, but my, my point of saying that is, is like, one person may think that Jay-Z is the best rapper in the world because they liked his lyrics, and then another person may feel like Drake is the best because he sold the most albums more than anybody ever. It's kind of subjective. like It's, what it, it's whatever you think qualifies. But how a come we can't like.
0: just like both? Why not? Just like both.
1: You can like both. But you can say that one is better than another. I like both. I think Jay-Z's better. <laughs> it just is. It's my preference. And then I can see how some people will like Drake better. Art is subjective. I know. I'm not making it fun. I know. It's subjective. I like going back and forth with people about who's the best because I know it's all bullshit because <laughs> at the end of the day, it's all about who I think is the best. Well,
0: yeah, I mean, that too, but it, I think it, it but people are so passionate about it mm-hmm. and it's fun and, and, you know. so, and sometimes I've learned, you know, because a lot of people that I work with, you know, they're younger. So so they don't remember what I remember. So I always say, I'm I'm like, you know what? I respect your opinion. I, I, I see your passion behind it. I just can't get behind it. I just can't do it. And they were like, well, all right, cool. You know, but it's... And then
1: you leave it at that.
0: And just leave it at that.
1: People do that shit just because it's fun. When you see folks talking about top five and who's the best, yada, yada, they're just doing it because they just want something to talk about. A lot of times, that's what people do when they talk. It just wants something to talk about, something that's interesting, something that it's not like life changing or nothing, but it's just like, oh, you know, what's your opinion on this? Nobody really gives a fuck about who the best rapper ever. <laughs> it doesn't matter. What, does he get a crown? Then They ain't going to get all the monies? No. Is he getting all the monies? No. Wow. It's just the, it's just something that people do to, to entertain themselves. Well. Wow. People like to debate, man. People like to argue.
0: Okay, people are people like to debate. Okay, I'm, and I'm and I'm not gonna lie. I do enjoy a, a, yeah. a good debate myself. I do enjoy it. Of course, uh, 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 the ability to express as long my, as it's not my like opinions you know, like super serious. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you gotta be able to pull. Well, you, when, when you when you see it going that route, you gotta be able to pull the plug on. You gotta be like, all right, wait, 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 we're going too far here. So let's just take a step back and. Whatever, so yeah, I can I can honestly say, in this um, as we hit our mark, I'm I'm gonna tell a story, and then part two about something that happened, and it pretty much was based on simple passion um, that me and this female actually got into debates like every day over the littlest thing, and it was basically. Honestly, I was very passionate about how I felt. She was very passionate about how she felt, and we wouldn't back down from each other. But I just took it personal, and I basically went overboard with it, because, like I said, I feel passionate about what I have to say, and I want you to basically feel and understand why I feel the way that I feel. So definitely, passion and debates are always always good to happen. And it's good that we all get out there and express our feelings, express our emotions, because like I've always said, we all have a voice. We all have a story and your story, your voice could not only not not only heal yourself, but there's someone out there just like you who feels the exact same way. And they could go and they could look at you and basically feel like, you know what? Well, it's not just me. Someone out there really does feel the exact same way that I feel. And that, in essence, can help us truly make this country great again so that's just my um, outtake on it yeah so so uh, moving on from there um, yeah that's it anything to expound on good sir no okay well (laughs) then basically i I guess we've pretty much um come to the end of this here topic and uh, at the end of this here podcast so uh once again this is the uh demolition man john spartan himself i am here with my good friend the meanest the prettiest the lowest mofo down across why does it all make me uncomfortable time? every time
1: I hear the prettiest
0: <laughs> Well, because, I mean because most men don't regard it as pretty that's why but but mm-hmm. it is in your, in, in, in your mantra the, the the show gonna make us home itself this is the two bulls one mic podcast we do appreciate all the love and support and uh, still our original goal is help us get to 50 because once we do get to that magic number of 50 we can do video we can have better production we can do, do a whole lot of things that's better so with your help And with your support, tell your friends and your family, help this podcast, the Two Bulls, One Mic podcast, get to 50. And we do mean 50 subscribers. So other than that, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to bid y'all a good night. We are broadcasting live from the, as my friend pointed out, one of the oldest African-American communities in the country, um, Acres Homes itself. So we want to thank y'all for y'all support. And y'all have a good night. And don't take no wooden nickels.